Welcome to Tales from Baja. We are in San Antonio de las Minas, uh, right outside of Valle de Guadalupe, right up the road from Ensenada. We're at Ochentos Pizza, and we're with the owners of Ochentos Pizza, Juan and El Chivo. How are you guys? Uh, muy bien, muy bien. Gracias. Good, good, good. Well. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we we appreciate it. We first came to Ochentos Pizza back in January. Uh, we did a little wine tasting during the day, and then came here at night. And it was one of the probably one of the most fun we've had at night here in Valle. We were sitting inside in the dining room. There was a a four-piece band that was playing this one gentleman had this real nice beard he was playing the guitar they, they sounded great they were fantastic and then the uh, singer was a woman and we had so much fun we really did oh okay yeah that, that's a uh, banda de loso Banda de lo la banda de loso. Uh, that was on a Saturday. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they, they're certainly putting on a good show. We, yeah, they get everybody all hyped. Yes, yeah. yes, we loved it. That was really, it's true. This was the most fun that we've had in the evening because normally it's, you know, wine tasting. And yeah. um, it was really quite a surprise. Dominic's favorite food ever is pizza. So oh, we, we look for pizzas, and um, so we read the reviews, and we drove up. But the most interesting part was the, 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 the like, San Antonio de las Minas. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a really cool little town. It certainly is. I mean, we, uh, I mean, I would be, what, I guess, third generation here. My, my grandpa, um, he started off, had a restaurant here back in, the, you know, the early 80s. And um, actually, we're on his property, you know, right now. Mm. And so, um, yeah, it's a cool little town. I mean, I've seen it ever since I was a, you know, little kid up till now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. cool. That's cool. You know, one of the things that we really just couldn't get over was the property itself. It's such a, a cool experience. Once you park your car, you, I don't know, you have a 20, 30 yard walk to the restaurant. And there's sheep and you got birds and you got dogs that greet you in the parking lot as you're walking up. And it feels like, I don't know if people have described the property like this, but it feels like you're in a tree house as you're eating. Um, you've got trees all around you. It's lush. It's green. You got great music playing. It's kind of has this multi-level, uh, you know, multi-level feel yeah, to it. Yeah, kind of on a hill. Yeah. Yeah. Ha has it always been, uh, or when did you guys start building? Uh, what was this property like in the '80s, or when you when you were, did you you grew up here, or, you know, coming here? Yeah. What what was the what was here? Was it you know what what just a, a couple houses? When did you guys build all of this infrastructure out? In this property, hectares. Pues los, la mayoría de los árboles y todo esto lo plantó mi papá. Mi papá mm. plantó todas estas cosas. Oh, wow. ¿Eh? Pero normalmente pues tenía todo lo, la vegetación que ves sí. normal, ah. ¿no? Ajá, ajá. Pero lo que son todos estos árboles, ajá. son los, los, wow. los plantó. Los plantó, wow. Los dejó. Wow, wow. Eh, y, y cuando empezó el restaurante, o sea, el, el, the concept of, of, of how did that, how, how did that 
where was that born and how was it born and how long ago? Wow, that's a that's a that's a long one. That's uh-huh. a long one to answer. <laughs> that's okay. That's we'll give you five minutes. <laughs> that's what that's what this podcast there's is a, about. There's a know? lot of history behind uh-huh. that one. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when we uh, first moved down here, um, you know, we all moved here on the property in right around '96 or '97 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather wasn't living here any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my mom, you know, kind of wanted to start making cookies and. You know, she was always complaining that she couldn't find a good, you know, chocolate chip and oatmeal raisin cookie in Ensenada. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she's like, I'm going to make my own cookies. And so, you know, um, so, yeah, in the back of my grandpa's house, she, you know, had a little oven there and everything like that. Started making cookies and got us all kind of involved in doing it. You know, I would sell cookies at school and stuff like that. And, you know, my sisters and, you know, little brothers and everything. And, um, yeah, that was uh, probably my 96. Seven, no, about 98, 99 or so when that all started off. And um, right around, around October 2003, there was a fire that, you know, came through. And, you know, there's actually a lot of fires during, you know, in Southern California yeah. and uh-huh. all of uh, <coughs> Northern Baja. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened to, you know, get our house also. So it all kind of burned down. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, very tragic and all that stuff. But, um, but when uh, we rebuilt, you know, uh, turned what used to be, uh, you know, my bedroom into the bakery again. Mm. Um, luckily, my, my grandmother's house she was still, you know, it survived the fire, still yeah. still standing and everything. Um, and so, uh, yeah, started doing the baked goods again. Um, you know, the cookies, by that point, you know, I think we did somewhere around like 30, 40 types of cookies and stuff. We had a little store in Ensenada and, mm. and everything. And, uh, yeah, from there kind of evolved to, into uh, doing bread. You know, my mm. mom and my dad got really interested in doing breads and doing like ciabattas and and, the bag- uh, bagels, bagels, yeah, the traditional mm-hmm. uh, water bagels, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. you know, because oh yeah, I can't find a good bagel in Ensenada, so <laughs> you know, let's make a damn bagel. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, I kind of kind of started off, and you know, one day everybody's kind of hungry, sitting around, and hey, let's make a pizza. So we made a pizza, and kind of realized, hey, you know, that'd be the only, you know, if we start making pizzas, it's the only game in town. You know, nobody's doing pizzas right. here, yeah. and um, you know, it's uh, so about you know what five ten pizzas a week you know 15 is like wow you know doing awesome but um you know lived here and you know hey pizza somebody go make and go make the pizza uh, my dad would deliver would deliver the pizzas yo las entregaba y ya cuando se formó como un negocio le dijimos se van a llamar 800 off road Oh, oh, ajá, ajá, ajá. <laughs> so y, y eso sí es verdad. A little bit of off-roading. Uh-huh. So it was off-road. Uh-huh. Delivering the pizza, off-road. Oh. Y las entregamos en un... Oh, yeah, in, uh, in an Alfa, Alfa Romeo, Romeo spider. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, yeah, you, you got to deliver your uh, your pizza in style, right? It's an Italian. Y cuando me vio llegar en el Alfa Romeo, un folio rojo convertible. Perfecto. Como el, exactamente como el del graduado, ¿no? El que manejó ah, el Dustin Hoffman. Ah, sí, sí, el Dustin Hoffman, ¿no? Sí, sí. <laughs> ¿Cómo dice? Ni en Italia, dice. He was, he was saying Italia. that he, he's like, the, there was an Italian man that he delivered pizzas uh, to in, in, a, in, a, in a red Alfa Romeo. <laughs> and then the, the, the Italian said, 
Not even in, not even in Italy do you get your pizzas <laughs> delivered in a red convertible Alfa Romeo. It's on a, a scooter, a Vespa. <laughs> yeah, a little Vespa. Yeah, yeah we so, still get the car's still out here. Still got it. Oh, so yeah? Your, your family is uh, Mexican and Sicilian? Yeah, well, I, I'm, uh, you know, half Mexican, half Sicilian, or quarter Sicilian, okay. quarter, you know, everything else, and I'm sure a lot of other things in between, yeah. too, you know. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, my, my, my grandfather on my mom's side is, was, was Sicilian. So my mom is half Sicilian and her mom was, uh, you know, from the States, German, uh, you know, French German, you know, descendant, I think something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's kind of, kind of, uh, you know, we're on my mom's side of the, of the, uh, of family as, and then, so my dad, you know, his, uh, mom and dad from, Muchos piensan que. Eh, ochentos, ¿por qué se llama ochentos? Y, y dice porque es el apellido italiano, ¿no? Es un apellido italiano. ¿Ah, sí? ¿El, el, el ochentos es, es, es italiano? Eh, no. 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 That's what no. everybody thinks. Oh, everybody uh, thinks oh, that. Ochentos, oh, ochentos, yeah, the oh, Italian, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> y lo que, eh, ochentos lo que es, es, es un apodo que me dice, es my name, nickname. Oh, ¿y por qué te dicen ochento? Ah. Why, why is that your nickname? Me dicen así porque de, de joven, de los 14 años más o menos, me compraron mi primera motocicleta. My first motorcycle. When he was 14. And it was an 80. Oh, I see. Yamaha 80. Oh. So in the neighborhood, they used to go, there goes 80. So when you... Um, You've ridden in races, correct? Like the Baja? Yeah, the Baja. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And how long have you done that? I did it for about probably five years. Five years, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a big part of the Baja culture, right? Well, I think he's being a little bit modest. I mean, he's been, you know, tinkering around doing off-road things ever since he was, what, 15, 16 years old? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was like the... Uh, like, Everybody back in the day would look for for Ochento to help them out with their with their Volkswagen. You know, he knows how to mm-hmm. take them apart, put them back <laughs> together, <laughs> yeah. modify them, do whatever. Uh, man, he tell you tales yeah. for <laughs> for days. <laughs> yeah. We were both mechanics, so yeah, okay. we're both mechanics. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, as soon as I can <coughs> take care of my motorcycle and take it apart, and then everybody. Hey, can you fix mine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, huh? That's how he became a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Everyone loves when their friends know how to work on a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Trust they keep me. calling. You, <laughs> Trust hey, me. I've got a case of beer. Come on over. And, oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They spring it on you. <laughs> so, so you are delivering pizzas in an Alfa Romeo. And how did it, how did Ochentos get to what it is today Did, was there a, a moment where you went wow like ochentos has really grown up it, it's a, it's because it, it it's a it's a very popular place yeah <laughs> yeah i mean w- w- what happened well my, my dad and i we were, were uh you know had the 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 to go kind of kind of yeah. going and and you know delivering and stuff um at that point my dad and i were up in up in the states we're you know both working together at an auto repair shop in, in santa Ana. okay and um you know we're both uh mercedes-benz mechanics and you know european cars and stuff like that and um just happened that uh you know my dad got me into dirt bikes just like he used to be into dirt bikes and our boss ron he was a he was he's into dirt bikes so we all go went out to uh what was it to uh Acatillo wells oh Acatillo. yeah went out there dirt biking and mm-hmm. stuff and um, Acatillo is like 
far east from San Diego. Yeah, it's East San Diego. Oh. Like Julian, oh. I think, somewhere else. Like Two hours, maybe an hour and a half. Yes. Oh, that's our, oh. Yeah, yeah. The in the desert. desert. Oh, yeah, in mm-hmm. the desert. And so, um, you know, we're, we're having a lot of fun out there. And lo and behold, my dad, you know, going down this ridge, he takes a spill and broke a clavicle and uh, you know, oh. fractured one of your vertebrae right in, the, uh, in his back. Yeah. Mm. And so I was kind of like, you know, uh-oh, the mechanic days is, you know, being underneath the car is kind of, that's about it, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, my dad, you know, moved back down here to, to uh, on the property again, and, you know, with the whole family and everything, and and really focused in on uh, opening up the restaurant. It's like, okay, okay well, we, we got to get this thing happening, you know. And um, by that point, the uh, the dining room was already pretty much finished. You know, I think there was, what, part of a deck? Part of one of the decks may have, may have been done, maybe? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and the kitchen. And so, uh, yeah, we... Um, my brother-in-law, he's a he's a pianist, and so he, uh, er, you know, er, very popular in Ensign. Everybody knows the guy. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, he uh, did a musical event and, and stuff, and invited a bunch of people over, and and um, you know, kind of sold tickets for it and stuff like that. Yeah, and fill, filled out the whole dining room, which was you know, super wow. cool. And um, kind of really, really went from there. Did a lot of you know, a few musical events, and and um, after what about six, maybe nine months or so. Uh, people were just kind of coming on their own, you know. So we and what year was through. this about? Um, geez, what, 2009, 10, something like that, approximately. So you told us. Yeah, 9 or 10, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, because the, the, the space, the space is definitely, you can definitely have, a, you know, a, a nice event here. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. It, it's like, a, it's a very different, it's not just the, the, the dining room it's like a, it's like a destination yeah we, we've had we've had people do uh, you know their weddings and quinceaneras and we've done their uh, 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 um, oh, what's it called pida de mano oh engagement <laughs> yeah engagement uh, yep, you know engagement stuff like parties, that yep. yeah um, all sorts of things um, uh, but before this was was a restaurant or a brewery or anything like that um, it was my grandpa's house up there the stairs coming down. This was just kind of a hill. And, um, you know, between, you know, me, my brother and sisters, dads, parents, you know, friends, friends of friends, they'd, uh, they'd come over and, and uh, hey, we brought some carne asada. And so they'd come over, bring carne asada over, and, you know, we'd start, like, kind of digging in and, you know, building things and planting stuff. And and it was really uh, just about every weekend. It was almost like a little party. You know, people would just, just come up randomly and, hey, we got we brought some, you know, hey, you guys want a party? You know, so it was like always like a, a place to, for everybody to get together. And along those lines, we would, you know, especially my dad, constantly, you know, be building and modifying and, oh, let's do this thing here. Let's do that thing there. And, you know, the uh, the barbecue over there. And let's do the fountain over here. And, you know, his idea to do the uh, the wine cellar, which is the the tap room now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so uh, it was always kind of evolving throughout all the years. Um, like the space, uh, there was never really a business plan necessarily behind, you know, any of this. It was just Those kind were of the best ones. Kind it of just kind of happened. Yeah, it just kind of happened. Kind of grew yeah. and adapted through the years. Yeah, very uh, yeah, very fortunate in that regard. I mean, we're out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, <laughs> and for people to like drive out here. And, you know, sometimes there's summers that are really hot and people are, oh, yeah. you know, waiting outside the outside the doors to come have a pizza. That's kind of so, cool. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think part of the experience of coming to a Chento's is just the drive here. You know, you got to 
drive, you're kind of winding through San Antonio de las Minas, some of dirt roads and everything, and, and you and you make it here. And it's just, once you get on the property, it's it's kind of like a property that you'd never really been to before. You yeah, know? So, yeah, it's kind of it's very oasis. unique. It's, it's very, very unique. Lush. Yeah, my, my sister works a lot also on, on keeping up like the upkeep and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And she has, a, she has a really good eye and like a green thumb. You know, to oh, for for everything. She has a very good. Yeah, opinion. yeah. Really so, great um, green thumb. Oh yeah, yeah. She she puts a lot of effort into it. Um, and so yeah, lo- uh, I remember. Um, you know, my grandpa he planted a lot of the a lot of fruit trees way back in the day for you know his restaurant and stuff like that. A lot of oranges and citrus and um, apricots and nuts and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, my sister planted a lot of like, you know, the bigger trees like the ornamental trees and things like that. There's carob and what what have you. Yeah. But um. You know, we work a lot on, uh, we run off of a well, oh. and so we try to um, be as green as possible yeah. in that regard, so we've dug a lot of swales along the along the property, so whenever it rains, a lot of water catchments and stuff oh, like nice, that. Oh, nice, nice. And um, also, <coughs> our bathrooms are, they're, uh, they're dry bathrooms. Oh, yeah, and so, that's um, right. Those yeah. bathrooms are so unique. Can you explain that? Yeah, with the, yeah. Well, um, yeah, absolutely. Um they're they're dry bathrooms in regard that you know you do uh, you do your business yep. and you throw some uh, 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 sawdust yep. on top of that and so um, that sawdust and everything we, we take and we we, com- we compost compost it all it. gets compost and, yeah nice and so and that that compost goes around like all the you know all trees, trees and stuff like that right and it's all uh, it's all uh, organic and you know sustainable all yeah it's all sustainable yeah and you can only imagine how much water we've saved throughout the years of you know people wow. flushing toilets and stuff like that i mean i couldn't even imagine that's but so um cool. <clears throat> but it's something that, that you know again my sister she, she also works a, a lot on you know she's really a lot into the permaculture and things like that and so we're all, all kind of into it as well and so nice um yeah it was her actually her idea to do the, the whole dry bathrooms and stuff like that you know? yeah yeah okay. so, some some um you know, it's a unique experience. <laughs> I remember. Remember, I, I told. I remember. I told you. I said, "You, I, you have to go to the restroom. You yeah. have to go to the restroom." Actually, the, what Adriana said was, "We were leaving. This was five months ago. We we're going out to our car. She goes, I have to go to the bathroom.' She goes to the bathroom. She comes out. And she goes, "Do you have to go to the bathroom?" I go, "No." <laughs> she goes, "You need to go have, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom." And okay, so I went to the bathroom. I'm like, oh man, I'm ne- this is a, a new experience for me, but it was cool, and it's great to hear the story behind it and, and why you guys did it. And um, it, that's you know, those are kind of some of the fun stories for us. Um, and and one of the reasons we started the podcast was to find places like this and and be able to experience places like this that we live in San Diego that we just wouldn't experience in San Diego or in Southern California or anywhere in the U.S. So very cool. So I'm uh, looking over El Chivo's shoulder, and there's a sign on the wall, and it says El Chivo Gruñón. Gruñón. Chivo Gruñón. Gruñón. That's uh, the grumpy goat. The grumpy goat. Explain what that is all about. Well, um, you know, along with the pizzas and and everything like that, um, you know, once I decided – to uh, not be a mechanic any longer and, you know, kind of do beer. I talked to my buddy Larson. We grew up together since we were little kids and, you know, grew up together in Dana Point. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, Larson was always, you know, really into beer. Mm-hmm. And kind of, you know, kind of brought me along with him, you know, into the whole beer world and stuff. And um, he really got into, uh, you know, making beer. 
Mm-hmm. And so when we first uh, started off with Chintos, Larson, um, you know, in his closet in Santa Ana would, you know, brew up some beer inside of a bucket and <laughs> ball it up, throw some uh, sugar tablets in there and bring them down across the border. Kind of, you know, tuck it underneath uh, <laughs> underneath the seat and kind of, you know, bring it across. Smuggle it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call, he's the uh, blue-eyed bandit. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, yeah, he'd bring bring some beer across the board and then, you know, they would uh, sell it here at the restaurant. You know, no label, you know, just yeah. kind of beer. You know, yeah. there's no uh, no permits or anything like that at the time because <laughs> we're out in the middle of nowhere and nobody was really batting an eye to what we're doing. Yeah. And so um, he had that going for, I don't know, about a year and a half, two years or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but, you know, as popularity of the restaurant started, you know, on the rise, uh, you know, we couldn't have the, you know, international illegal, illegal beer operation. (laughs) So we kind of cut that one off and, um, and didn't have any beer here for, for quite a while because we only had a wine license because we're, it's pretty easy to get because we're in the the wine valley, valley, you know? And so, um. Yeah, about five, a little over five years ago, uh, you know, I hit up Larson. I'm like, hey, dude, you want to uh, build, you know, do a brewery down in, for the, in the restaurant, you know, for, uh, in, in Ochentos? It's like, yeah, sure. By this time, he was already married to my sister-in-law. And yeah. so, you know, now he's family. So <laughs> yeah. now I, was, I always tell everybody, I'm like, like, man, I, there anyway. yeah, I, can't, I can't get rid of the guy, you know. So I just figured <laughs> we'll do a business together, you know. And so, uh, so here's, he's our brewer mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I live here. I kind of take care of, you know, everything else, uh, tie up all the, all the loose ends and everything. He still lives in San Diego. So mm-hmm. he's, um, he comes back and forth, uh, you know, once a week. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah. Um, and there was a shortage. So what, tell us what, what, what it, so I heard a rumor that there was a shortage of beer. That, 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 yeah, right? yeah, right now. I mean, during the, uh, this COVID nineteen. Yeah, right? absolutely. The uh, all the all the big guys, um, you know, the, all the commercial beer, they stopped production oh. uh, for one reason or another. Did um, the government in Mexico not? Uh, yeah, I, th- I don't it know if essential. Because in in, Cal- yeah, in, in, not, yeah, in, in the U.S., alcohol was essential. Yeah, I always absolutely. laugh because a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. alcohol was prohibited. Yeah, it was illegal. A hundred years later. It's essential. No, it's essential. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. I know. <laughs> uh, but, jeez, uh, um, yeah, all the uh, all the large breweries, they kind of stopped producing. Um, and so, uh, you know, there really isn't any beer, um, like commercial beer in the markets. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <clears throat> you know, right, right now it's just kind of like every, it's like a, the gold rush right now for, for, for craft beer. beer for, you know, the next couple months up until the big guys start, you know, <laughs> ramping up production again, you yeah. know. And so, you know, we're, we're, uh, which is pretty cool because, I mean, we went about a, a month and a half without, you know, really anything. I mean, because we're out in the middle of nowhere. We're not, we're not like you know, in the, in the middle of the city to where, you know, we could, uh, you know, bike some, a couple growlers over to some guy's house, you know? Um, and so it's kind of, kind of difficult in that regard, but, Mm -hmm. um, as soon as all the, all the commercial beer started running out, people were like flocking, (laughs) flocking to come over here to get some beer. And so right now I'm, you know, I'm pretty low right now, but you know, we, we, we produce beer, I mean, we've cooked all week, cooking tomorrow, cook, be cooking next week. Yeah. And so hopefully we get a little bit ahead of the curve here. It's funny you say that because as we were walking up today, we were coming through the parking lot and two gentlemen walk out with growlers. They came probably yeah, and filled yeah. up. Yeah, people are coming over with their growlers. It's, it's hilarious. They come in with all sorts of different, 
types of uh, vessels, you know. It's like some guys with like a milk carton, and then right, right. <laughs> I, I swear, right now it's like those jugs of uh, of uh, of wine, you know. The, yeah. Those things are like worth gold. That's I mean, so funny. Yeah, every single one of them that comes out of the restaurant, we're filling it up with beer, and um, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's been kind of going. Awesome. So I had a question about the the pizza. Um, who, like, where did the recipes come from, and what type? Well, like, what style of pizza do you guys serve? Well, <clears throat> the one the the la que más se vende es una que se llama triple ochentos. Okay. Okay. Y salió de 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 estar trabajando ahí juntos. Hacer combinaciones de pizzas. Las primeras pizzas empezaron a llamar diferente. Como era, como es, era 80s off-road. La pizza, la más buena, se llamaba la baja mil. Oh, the baja one thousand was the most famous pizza because it used to be 80s off-road. And the next one, the, the Baja 500, uh-huh. uh, San Felipe 250. Uh, <laughs> otras tenían amigos de corredores. Oh, oh. Eh, los corredores son, uh, how would you say? The, the, the racers. Oh, the racers, the yeah. racers. Okay, uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm not, I'm not very familiar. Eh, yo no conozco mucho lo de las carreras. Not, not too, too much, but, you know, I, uh, I know that it's a big deal like you said it's such a part of the of the of the culture sí. when are those what season okay See, sí, somewhere around there. It, yeah, it's been a little while since <laughs> we've been yeah. involved in the racing. Son but como cuatro carreras. Al año? Al año, aquí en Wow, maybe <laughs> once a quarter. The, the first time I grew up in San Diego, and uh, the first time I, I ever heard about like racing in Baja, California, it was in the 90s. And, uh, you know, Enrique Iglesias... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was dating. Well, I think he's married to Anna Kornikova, the the tennis, the, the tennis star. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it Enrique Iglesias Jr.? No. Oh yeah, Julio Iglesias. His son, son his son Enrique. Oh. He was dating Anna Kornikova, and they're you know at some event, and uh, you know they're people are taking pictures of him, and and he's wearing a Baja 500 shirt. Uh, oh, what's really? that? What's Baja 500? So you know, you start no looking kidding. into it a little bit. Um, but if you're not from that, and I'm just from San Diego, so I mean, you think back, I would know all about it. But that was kind of my first introduction to it. But um, you know, I grew up uh, the, the the high school I went to. There's a lot of guys that lived in um, in Tijuana mm-hmm. that went to our school, and a, f- a few of them they raced. So then you start learning about it a little bit more. Uh, but, okay. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I remember I used to go with my dad all up and down the peninsula, um, you know, pre-running and yeah. kind of going to the pit stops and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a, it was a big part of, you know, my life, my dad's life for, you know, quite a while. Yeah. You know, he had a little, uh, start off with a, a class class 11 buggy, mm-hmm. Volkswagen bug, and then uh, to, okay. uh, to a class 5, 1600. 
Yeah. Um, which is like a motor, you know, modified, you know, Baja bug. And, um, yeah, that was a, that was a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Great memories. So, yeah. That was, that was all throughout. Um, I remember that was like, what, early, early mid nineties. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Tons when, did of fun. The, when did the name then, uh, change there's So there's no more, um, off-roading off oh, the yeah. name. Oh, it's still the name. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's still the name. No, the Ochentos. Oh. It's, it's the, the name changed. Yeah. Oh. Right. No, le quitamos el nombre. Eso fue una idea de Mario. Mario, tú, fu- tú fuiste el culpable. <risa> Él dijo que había que cambiarle el nombre porque queríamos que no fuera nada más como para los corredores o cuestiones de off-road, sino para todo el público. More, more es como más inclusivo. Mm-hmm. A little bit more, yeah. Mm-hmm. They changed. So they dropped the name because they didn't want to just. I, 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 I think what I understand, mm-hmm. which is not just cater to the racers, and right. and which is probably. I mean, like I told you, I don't even know much about the racing as mm-hmm. well. Which is probably, yeah. you know, uh, make it make it a little bit more like enticing to everybody. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's now instead of ochentos off road pizza, it's ochentos pizza rustica. Oh, rustica. Yeah, so I like it. Pizza. So tell us a little bit about the town of uh, San Antonio de las Minas and kind of how it's grown up over the last 10, 15 years or so. Yeah, well, I mean, that's right. Like the, the uh, Valley Goats, I think like San Antonio's can, you know, maybe a, a bit biased, but kind of the, the nicer, prettier part of the valley. Um, starting to see a, a lot of little, little like uh, vineyards, you know, popping up here and there, but nothing real big like you'd see, and you know, as you go inland a little bit further. Um, kind of started off with with uh, restaurants, um, you know, breakfast restaurants. My dad, my, not my dad, my grandpa, he uh, he opened up the first restaurant here in in, in, oh, wow. in San Antonio, maybe even the Valley. I'm not possibly, I'm not 100% sure on that. But um, that was in the you know really early early 80s, and you know he would have uh, it was actually a truck stop, and so he'd have uh, you know pictures of all the all of his you know all the semis that would come and eat with yeah. them all around the restaurant and stuff, and on the weekends he'd have people just outside the door you know waiting to come in to have uh, to eat breakfast with them, and he used to make these you know big huge like awesome apple pies and stuff and that are you know probably you know almost uh, <laughs> what nine inches tall they're huge, <laughs> and you know a lot of people they still make them now. Um, but uh but you know when he goes down the restaurant and stuff like that um he uh, uh a lot of the all of his employees that worked with him they also opened up their restaurants cuz you know they have their land and stuff like that here so they opened up their restaurants and started doing like the th- same style uh breakfast you know and so uh and so this little, little town is really known for you know a, a lot of the breakfast restaurants you know uh, yeah, I, I would say so. That's probably one of the most popular um, thing that's that is around here. Around from here. there, okay. Um, you know, people have their little vineyards and stuff here and there. Oh yeah, there, there's a you know, I have like the the one right there. Uh, they have the garden ones that have like a really nice buffet and stuff like that. And then oh, wow. Corre Caminos, and you know, there's a bunch of them that that, that are around here. Oh. And have been here for a little while, and um, and yeah, I think really really a lot of a lot of the a lot of food is is really going on around here mainly well, that's what we noticed because a lot of the times when we've when we come when we've come here in the past you know we'll you know wine taste and then at night it's not 
it's it's like you know the lights go out and that's the part of the, the magical part of of being here is at the night because it's so clear and you see the stars, yeah, all the stars and, are beautiful. and then sometimes you feel like you have to go a little uh, kind of in my mind it was like we had to go really far to pa- eat dinner you know mm-hmm. and and as soon as we got here that's the first thing we noticed with all the restaurants and i'm like oh there this is where we've been yeah. we should be coming this whole time or like yeah you said, a lot of cool little spots here in town um yeah, a lot of really good food happening. Uh, that's for sure. Um, especially here, you know, also throughout all the valley. I mean, um, you get into some really good, you know, gourmet food in, in a lot of the different uh, places around here. Um, but also, you could, you know, really, you know, dig into some, you know, really now down to earth food. Also, um, you know, they have uh, another restaurant here. I'll throw a shout out to you know Doña Stella. They've been doing oh, these yeah. awesome pancakes with corn and stuff like that. They're just very original, and they have. You know, kind of started off kind of like us, um, you know, very organically, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good food, a lot of good wine. Um, yeah. Do you have your favorites? Actually, Any uh, favorite wines? Uh, you know, uh, we have a, a good friend of ours, um, uh, a doctor friend, is Dr. Aguirre. Um, he does a, uh, has a little vineyard, you know, maybe a couple miles from here. And it's uh, Renzo Cien Piedras. Um, and so he does some really nice wine there that we have here at the restaurant as well. Okay. And so, um, yeah, he has some good wine. I, I personally am not really big on wine. Yeah. Uh, I, I like beer. <laughs> yeah. You're a beer guy. Yeah, I'm into the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hence your brewery. Yeah. Well, I, I want to thank you both. Thank you for your time. Uh, it's been great to, to come visit and meet you guys and uh, appreciate the hospitality and everything. Yeah, thanks for yeah. visiting. Even better that we ended up, um, what is it, uh, how many degrees of separation? What is it? What's it uh, saying? Yeah. What's it saying? I think it's like seven, isn't seven it? Seven degrees of separation. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got like three. three yeah, two, we have three, like yeah, two, yeah. three degrees of separation, which is so awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And, and that Tiny was, world. and this was really like a small world because, uh, you know, when I when I realized that we knew that some of the same people, <laughs> you, you know, I actually work with Veronese. Um, it was really, it, I, I, as soon as she said it, oh, yes, you should, you know, my sister, you know, there, you know, she has a, she, she has a, a pizzeria. I said, oh, which one? Ochentos. You got to be kidding me. I'm like, I love Ochentos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so you, um, thank you, because this is our first podcast in Mexico, post COVID nineteen, <laughs> okay. we yeah. we it's true because we haven't been able to come, and we love we love coming, and so it's been two months. I yeah, mean, we normally like to come down. every month, yeah. So we're we're really excited to be here and and and, and to be able. We look forward to, you know, kind of getting everything back i know that the the rest of this year is probably going to look a little different yeah you know um yeah, but there's a lot of events all, all the i mean we we're ramped up ready to go for beer fest yeah. and so that beer fest which is a huge event here one of the uh, i think it's uh not considered in the top 10 of of the beer fest in the world mm-hmm. uh definitely in mexico yeah. um so I, you know obviously that got canceled we were going to go down to todos santos and so the baja california sur go to events there and then you know oh yeah i'm sure same story with everybody you know yeah. um but um 
but yeah, we're still we're still here. You know, we're we're here Monday through Sunday. Uh, so you know, twelve to eight so far until further notice. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. We're we're still we're still here. Yeah. You know? Operational. Operating. Well, operating. We we really look forward to, to 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 coming back and for everybody to start coming back. You know, we, you know, we're really just at this point trying to. Uh, influence and I think we're trying to I think we're the first to like leave to come here um, yeah. you know, I, don't, I think all of our friends and family are like okay what is it like and it's normal just the you know it's yeah, it's normal I mean we're just take it, taking the, the you know all the necessary precautions and everything like that mm-hmm. with your face mask and you know sanitary <laughs> uh, uh, um, you know everything <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah that's really something to take in, into consideration but you know, all in all, out here we're in the you know the fresh air, you know, out in the middle of Mother Nature and a bunch of trees and everything around you, and you know, um, it's a lot of space and stuff like that. So you're not really you know a lot of people next to each other or anything. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I would say it's uh, pretty safe here. I mean, I live here, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think as as everything continues to open up more and more, um, we highly encourage everyone to when you're in Valle de Guadalupe or even in Ensenada, take a drive out. And uh, and check out Ochentos Pizza. So thank you very very much for uh, for your time. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. Oh wait, one more thing. One more thing. Handles. Wait wait wait. Oh handles. Oh yeah. You can follow. Let's see. Ochentos Pizza. Ochentos Pizza. At Ochentos Pizza on Instagram. Um, how about the brewery? Do you have an Instagram handle for that? Uh, El Chivo Gruñón. Yeah. El Chivo Gruñón. El Chivo Gruñón. Yeah, just remember like grunion. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's a grunion, which means uh, grumpy. Uh, a grumpy. Yeah, we're the we're the grumpy goat. The grumpy that's goat. The, <laughs> that, that's actually my grandpa's nickname from back in the day. You know. So. <laughs> well, how did how did you end up with? Well, well, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Larson, Berenice's, you know, yeah. husband, my best friend here. He, um, you know, we're going back and forth and back and forth on, you know, where are we going to call this damn brewery? You know, <laughs> and so you know, probably about three months into it, um, you know, I come up with. Uh, um, you know, Chivo Gruñón, because I was thinking, you know, my grandpa, you know, the ranch, you know, her ear and stuff like that. And, every, and my grandpa, his nickname his whole life was Chivo because mm-hmm. he was a active, real active guy jumping around everywhere. So yeah. y'all, everybody called him the goat. <laughs> and so um, and he was a grumpy old man, you know, big white beard. And, uh, you know, but, you know, like all grumpy old men, they have hearts of gold, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's really kind of homage to, to my grandpa. And so I threw it out to Larson. Very cool. And Larson, you know, fell in love with the name also. And so we're like, all right, dude, we're doing Chivo Gruñón. So. Yeah, you know what? I love, I love the name. Um, you know, my father-in-law, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say it, but he's grumpy too. <laughs> he's a, he's I'm going to play this podcast <laughs> for my dad. He's, he's the same way, the same thing, heart of gold. Oh, yeah, 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 that's the way it is. I mean, you know, we're on his property right now, and if it weren't for him, then, uh, you know, none of us would uh, would be in the situation there right now. So, you know, really, that the, the, the brewery really is kind of how much to him. I remember... Uh, going up to uh to oshkosh wisconsin to go see the uh um the air show up there oh. my grandpa was uh he was a um a paratrooper oh really 101st during the last part of of, uh, of the second world war and um you know he loved all those old war birds and stuff like that yeah and i really like you know all those planes and everything yeah. and so we went up there i think i was all of like 18 19 years old and you know we're driving along he's giving me guinness and bass ales and you know <laughs> try this beer and that beer and, you know we just, we just had a blast you know <laughs> And so, he, you know, he really loved, like, you know, good beer, like good strong beers, you know. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, 
Lars and I always both, you know, found it really fitting, you know, Chivo Grignon, you know, mm-hmm. just because of where we're at and, you know, yeah. paying homage to the old man, you know. So, yeah. Well, well cheers day. to uh, El Chivo Grignon. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, he, sometimes he didn't like that. He, he, oh. he, he couldn't understand why. Because I'm the nicest man. <laughs> I'm the nicest man. I'm so nice. He says, I will never argue with you. I will never disagree with you. Why? Unless you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I guess that's why they call me the Chivo Grignon. Yep. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, he was a great guy. Well, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. I'm ready for some pizza. How about you? Yeah, we got yes. some pizza going Enjoy right now. Yeah. So coming. Yeah. yeah, straight out of the oven. All right, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right, thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. de la guitarra mía al despertar la mañana quiere cantar su alegría a mi tierra